Today is Wednesday, March 25, 2020. As you know by now, my name is Vince Hunter, and I am very much like you at home practicing safe measures by reducing my contact with others outside of my home, social distancing, and washing my hands. And I'm feeling very paranoid every time I cough or sneeze. Like you, I worry about what to expect in the days ahead. I worry because it is unknown and strange and difficult to predict. I try to forecast tomorrow so that I can prepare for it today. But isn't that just how life has always been? A great mystery? A friend of mine has told me about her new normal. She is one of the fortunate, a fairly stable income still in place. Her life has still been changed by the pandemic. This includes her daughter facing a new normal of fear and uncertainty, which has impacted her coping mechanisms, as it has impacted many of us. Think about it this way. Most of the events in our lives have been like sticking your foot into a pool of water. The water moves out of the way of your foot, displaced by the change disturbing as normal. Take the foot out, and the water simply returns to its previous state, back to its normal. The pandemic is like sticking your foot into sand. When you pull your foot out, the hole that was made remains behind. A small amount of sand tries to return to the normal, but the majority of what had been before remains changed. The new normal is a hole where once there was sand. We can no longer ignore the fact that our world, our cultures, our processes, and our lives have been and will continue to change. We need to decide if we will simply let it happen to us, or if we will take control and direct how it happens. Will we become the new bits of sand that move to reshape the new normal caused by the foot, or will we just simply stay where we've been moved? The fantastic thing that excites me is that we all get to decide what happens. By now we are all fatigued by the endless flow of information on the pandemic, bombarded by constant opinions, updates, and advice. It comes at us from all directions. Sure, it was fun at first, but now it just really bugs us. So take control. In my last podcast, I gave you an exercise, the first step in taking control and redefining normal. I asked you to find for yourself a single source of information that you accept as reliable. Doesn't matter if it is or is not reliable, just so long as it is as reliable as you can perceive. One source flowing information to you. The reason that I wanted you to do this is to slow the flow of data coming in and by doing this, allow your brain the time to process the information. Too much data too quickly will overwhelm even the best processor. And when this happens to your brain, your body suffers with stress. Your mind becomes confused and fearful. This leads you into a mental state that will make you do irrational things that do not make a whole lot of sense, like hoarding toilet paper. So now you have your single information source. Now you start to be in control. Controlling the information coming in means that you are starting to become more aware than the rest of the population. And at this point, I need to warn you that what I'm about to give you will change the way that you see the world from this point onward. It will change your behavior and the way that you approach information. Now, if that scares you, stop listening. Turn this off right now and go back to living in blissful ignorance. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, many people enjoy living that way. They do not have to think and just react. And that's okay for some, but not for me. Hopefully not for you. Information is everywhere and everybody wants to give you information. You know this. Until I got you to shut out everything except a single source, you were being flooded by multiple points of information. Very few people have a hoard of toilet paper right now, so toilet paper holds a fair bit of value. Those who have the toilet paper have control. Information is everywhere. People give it away to whomever wants it. Information 
is worthless on its own because everybody has it. Information is not control. Information is not the goal. You need to find the knowledge hidden within the forest of information. Knowledge is factual. Knowledge is real. Knowledge is concealed within information. Knowledge is what we want to obtain from information. Knowledge gives us an advantage, and that advantage gives us control. So, how do we convert information into knowledge? First, we need to confirm that the information is valid. Validation is like scrubbing data. What we are doing is updating or re removing the information that is incorrect, incomplete, or improper. And we do this by vetting the information source as well as the data being provided. You have your reliable source of information. This is a source that you trust. It is as reliable as you are able to get. Down the road, you may find that it is wrong and becomes untrustworthy, but for now, this is your benchmark. Validation of the data from your source requires analyzing the information. The control that you are developing is the ability to vet the information against what you know through experience to be valid, rejecting what is invalid, and obtaining knowledge that will gain you more experience. Analyzing information can be quick and simple, or it could require a bit of research. You are looking for keywords and clues that will tip you off that the material is sketchy. Is the information from a reliable or reputable source? Do you trust the source? Do you have any reason to doubt the source? This is usually a good way to validate over half of what you take in. Does the source of the information have a vested interest, specifically a hidden interest, in the subject of the information being provided? This doesn't necessarily mean that the source is being elusive or manipulative in a sinister way, but be wary of people giving advice and opinion dressed up as fact. Bias can blind many people to what is fact and what is fantasy. Just because the source of your information believes what they are saying does not automatically make it fact. How old is the information? It may have been valid at one point in time, but age has a way of making previous facts irrelevant. If the information is not current, then how many points of access has it passed through before reaching you? Age can also corrupt factual data. The next one is about the format of the information and takes a deeper analysis. Written or verbal or visual, are there any signs or indications that the data is incomplete or not intact? Is the format, written or verbal or visual, full of inconsistencies? And is the delivery unprofessional or uneducated? Do they use wrong grammar or are they using words that mean something different than what the context of how they are being used would indicate? Does any of the information contradict itself? If in doubt of any information, does the source provide corroborating evidence or links to supporting facts to validate the information? Converting information into knowledge takes a bit of work. That's why very few people actually do it. That is why misinformation spreads. So now you have verified information that you can use. So what do you do with it? Knowledge on its own is an advantage, but it is not control. You need to apply that knowledge to gain experience in order to achieve control. If you can do that, then you are way ahead of everybody else. Look, most people validate information in the wrong order. They get information and they equate it to experience and think that applying both together is knowledge. Let me give you an example. A symptom of COVID-19 is coughing. This is information. People diagnosed with COVID-19 in Canada are coughing. This is experience. The knowledge derived from this is that anyone coughing has COVID-19, but we know this is factually wrong. Information, coughing is a symptom of COVID-19, matches experience, people with COVID-19 cough, equals knowledge. All people who cough has co have COVID-19, but this is wrong, we know it. We convert information into knowledge in order to gain experience. Experience that aligns with information is a fact. Anything that does not is invalid information. 
Information, a symptom of COVID-19 is coughing. Knowledge, not everyone that coughs has COVID-19. Experience, although coughing is a symptom of COVID-19, not everybody who coughs has COVID-19. Information, coughing is a symptom, aligns with experience. Not everyone who coughs has COVID-19, but people with COVID-19 do have a cough. So the information is validated. This is factual. It is actionable. You now have an advantage over people who think that everyone who coughs is infected. This gives you control of your normal. While others panic when someone coughs near them, you will be calm and rational. Now, I want you to be armed with this new skill. Practice by using it to validate the information coming in from your reliable source. Is your source reputable? Do they have anything to gain by giving you the information? Is it biased? Is it complete? Is it educated? Is it recent? Is it supported by other established facts? You will come to find that a lot of the news is delivered in a format to spread panic and fear, but is generally inert. This comes from both the media and people. This is your next exercise if you choose to accept it. Turn information into knowledge and apply that knowledge to gain experience and use that experience to validate new information. When you perfect this process, you will gain control over your life and over your world. And this is Redefining Normal. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. My goal is to create a community of people that want to take control and shape this new tomorrow by redefining normal. I am Vince Hunter. 